0: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley,
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you. And if you were with us earlier this week, you know, the subject for this week is the covenants of God, beginning with the Abrahamic covenant and concluding with the new covenant. And Juni started the week by talking about the, the significance and meaning of a covenant. It's a binding agreement. And we're going to see most of the covenants we're going to be talking about were unconditional, although the Mosaic covenant was conditional. And we started talking about the covenant made to Abraham. And we read, and it's important to hear these verses again from Genesis 12. It says now the Lord said to Abram, go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land, which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing and I will bless those who bless you and the one who curses you. I will curse and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. The covenant was spoken again in Genesis chapter 15, as well as in Genesis 17. And we see in the covenant made with Abraham, it was not only the people that were going to be blessed, but included in that covenant was the land itself. Then we went on to speak that it was passed down to Isaac. Okay, and that was found in Genesis chapter 26, verses 1 to 4, which reads as follows. Now there was a famine in the land besides the previous famine that had occurred in the days of Abraham. So Isaac went to Gerar, to Ambimelech, king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Stay in a land of which I will tell you. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you and bless you for you and your descendants. I will give all these lands, and I will establish the oath which I swore to your father Abraham. So this is a continuation What was promised to Abraham was now promised to Isaac. And I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and will give your descendants all these lands. By your descendants, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. So we see God is giving the land to Abraham and Isaac. And by giving them the land and covenanting with them, all the nations of the world shall be blessed. Let's follow on with this covenant and we go to Genesis chapter 35. Chapter 35, beginning at verse 9, we read these words. Then God appeared to Jacob, again, when he came from Padamaram, and he blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. And then he called him Israel. God also said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations will come from you, and kings shall come forth from you. And the land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give it to you, and I will give you the land to your descendants after you. What a progression we see here, don't we, Junie?
2: We really do because um, we know that Jacob wrestled with the Lord and God changed his name to Israel. And Israel had what Jacob whose name was changed to Israel, had 12 sons. And one of those sons was named Judah. And that's where the term Jew comes from. So uh, we need to understand that the covenant that God made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob went on through the generations. And that was the blessing that God gave to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And one of the things, Shelley, we talked about on Monday, that a covenant given um, in ancient days showed a relationship. There was something that was established In that vow or in that promise, like the marriage vow, as is like a covenant, we make a covenant with one another. And as humans, we break our promise, we don't follow through with our promise. But we need to know the Lord, and we need to know that He is a covenant keeping. God, that when God promises something or says something, he doesn't go back on his word. His promises are yea and amen, and he will fulfill all that is written in the scriptures, whether we believe it or not.
1: That's that's a great security that we have, that God is a covenant keeping God. And I'd like to summarize all these um, covenants by reading a portion of Psalm 105, beginning at verse 6. O seed of Abraham, his servant, O sons of Jacob, his chosen ones, he is the Lord our God, his judgments are in all the earth. He has remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham, and his oath to Isaac. Then he confirmed it to Jacob for a statute, to Israel as an everlasting covenant saying to you, I will give the land of Canaan as the portion of your inheritance. So this is an unconditional covenant that God is going to fulfill completely because God commanded it and his commands are, as you said, yea and amen in the Messiah. So another unconditional covenant we find, again, given to the to the Davidic kingdom through the person David. And if, we want to, if you want to look with us at the Davidic covenant, turn with us to 2 Samuel chapter 7, beginning at verse 10. 2 Samuel 7, beginning at verse 10. I'm reading from the New American Standard. I will also appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, and they may live in their own place and not be disturbed again, nor will the wicked afflict them any more as formerly. Even from the day that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies, the Lord also declares to you that the Lord will make a house for you. When your days are complete and you will lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your descendant after you, who will come forth from you, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be a father to him and I will be a son and he will be a son to me. When he commits iniquity I will correct him with the rod of men and the strokes of the sons of men, and by lo- and my loving kindness shall not depart from him as I took it away from Saul, whom I removed from before you. And your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me, your throne shall be established forever. Now we know on a very natural practical basis this has reference to Solomon. But the prophetic view, of course, is the Davidic kingdom. And, of course, who's coming to rule and reign? The greater David, whose name, of course, is Yeshua, Jesus.
2: And what's very important, Shelley, is that there are two promises that are forever. Could you read them? The throne?
1: You're talking... are you referring to the one from Psalms or the Davidic kingdom?
2: What you just read, Shil- Well, I
1: just read from, uh, sec- let's go back to Second Samuel chapter 7. This is the, the prophetic word about the Davidic kingdom and that David will rule on that kingdom. Um, I will be a father to him. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever and your throne shall be established forever.
2: So this is an eternal promise that has to do with Israel and its descendants because David came out of the loins of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And it's really important to see that because then we begin to understand when we read a newspaper or hear um, a report on the news about Israel or the fighting of the land, The church never took away from Israel this eternal promise. And so we need to ask the Lord to open up our eyes that we might pray for his purposes. Because when God gives a covenant or a promise, Shelley, there's an eternal purpose that sometimes we do not understand. And we see that this throne... And this nation will have this promise forever. Yes. the Lord wrote that, and when something is written, it will be done.
1: Yeah in line with that, journey, the Word of God says Israel is an everlasting nation, so it goes hand in hand with what you just said.
2: Right. And if you're a Christian and listening, if you read um, Revelation, the names on the gates are the twelve tribes of Israel. And also the twelve apostles, right. who were all Jewish. Amen. So there's something that we need to learn through these teachings that we might begin to pray for unsaved Israel, for the Jewish people to come to the knowledge of Yeshua Jesus as their Messiah and Amen. King. Amen. And David is um, he had he was the king of Israel after the heart of God, but King David is yet to come, who Amen. will rule and reign
1: forever. Going on with the Davidic kingdom, we read in Psalm 89, I want to start with verses 3 and 4. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your seed forever and build up your throne to all generations. In the same Psalm 89, look with me to verse 28. My loving kindness I will keep for him forever, and my covenant shall be confirmed to him. So I will establish his descendants forever and his throne as the days of heaven. Continuing on in Psalm 89, let's look at verse 33 to 37. But I will not break off my loving kindness from him, nor deal falsely in my faithfulness. My covenant I will not violate, nor will I Alter the utterance of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His descendants shall endure forever and his throne as the sun before me. It will be established forever like the moon and the witness in the sky is faithful. Junie, this is such incredible promises. And our people, unfortunately, for the most part, don't understand. But God is going to fulfill every promise in these covenants and Israel will fulfill their ultimate call that God has called them to.
2: And it's very sad too, Shelly, that the church yes. doesn't understand the covenants that God made with Israel that are eternal, that are um, what? Without. Um, unconditional. Change, unconditional. And irrevocable. And irrevocable. Yes. Because when God makes a promise, His promises are yea and amen.
1: Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thy word is truth, and the truth shall set us free. Thank you that you're a covenant-keeping God, and thank you that you made a covenant with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and David.
2: And pray, Lord, that our people understand to begin to pray for the eyes of Israel to be open to Jesus. Yes. In Yeshua's holy name.
1: Amen. Amen.